Today's sponsor is Kirsty Legister's Juice Plus. Are you looking for help with trying to lose weight? Well, this could be the solution for you. With a range of products such as shakes, boosters, capsules, and more, get started today simply by adding Kirsty on Facebook using the link in the show notes and get started today. For the ad-free version of this podcast, please visit our Patreon page and become a patron at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts in that month and all of the previous ad-free podcasts that we've done. Head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. The link's in the description. Hey everybody, welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I want to do another mini podcast, but sort of change it up a little bit and do a bit more of uh, what I did with the um, EA's treatment of Star Wars and Battlefront and stuff. So like more of a more of a discussion mini podcast, as you can tell by the title. Uh, so there's been a few thought, thoughts that have been sort of you know going around in my mind um, and a few opinions I have basically about uh, Metal Gear Survive. And sort of like Kojima, Konami, how all that's going. And also talking a little bit about uh, greedy companies and as to why they're the sort of ultimate losers in the industry. And why they do sort of ultimately lose. Um, and I'm going to be using a bit of AMC, a bit of EA and a bit of YouTube as well. So some some different companies in there to sort of discuss that. But first of all, I want to talk about um, uh, Metal Gear Survive. Uh, if you didn't know, Metal Gear Survive is the new game from Konami. Uh, it doesn't have, uh, as far as I can, can tell in my research, it doesn't have Big Boss or Snake or any of those other characters uh, or any of the characters from Phantom Pain. Uh, as far as I know, it contains all new characters and stuff. Um, of course, it doesn't have Hideo Kojima behind it. Um, I think it has the Fox engine. I haven't looked too much into my research with that because part of me doesn't care as much. Uh, but the, th- the thing I want to talk about is the sort of the the kind of controversy behind it in the way of um, I've seen a lot of people saying that. They are going to, uh, and again, I, if you decide you want to buy this game and you think it looks good, uh, okay, f- fine. That's that's all I can kind of say to you. But I've gotten into some conversations with some people in like different gaming groups and stuff, and said like, okay, does nobody remember what they did to to Silent Hill, to Metal Gear itself, to Kojima, the amount of bad stuff that's more specifically Silent Hill and PT and Kojima, that's the main problems that they were doing, that that, that uh, everyone kind of has with Konami, or as far, as far as I'm aware. Um, I've watched some Jim Sterling videos, he did, th- um, I think it was three videos around the time that all this stuff was happening, uh, and of course he did his like sort of uh, fake hype reaction to the Metal Gear Survive trailer when that came out. But what they've essentially done is taken Metal Gear Solid 5 Phantom Pain's uh, gameplay and Ground Zeroes of course and turned it into a survival zombie game 
um, with not like stay at the cable King Dead style zombies. These are a bit more monstrous and Resident Evil esque. I've tried to avoid watching too much of this game because again, my that that's the level where my care steps down. Um, I've just sort of followed this game at a very base level in terms of like, okay, what's what's the the basic story of what's happening with this game in terms of its like development and and stuff. Um, I've seen videos of, uh, and again, I'm not. I'm not moaning at any of these people, um, but I've seen videos from, like, Alana Pierce, she went to, like, an event thing, and sure, if she went to, if her or any other game journalist gets, um, invited for an event for something, even if it's something they don't fully like, sure, they're gonna, they're gonna go, that's not the problem, but a lot of people that I've seen have said, like, oh, this looks really fun, I don't really care as much about what, what happened to Kojima and stuff like that, and that's kind of where i I draw the line a bit, which is when people say like, "Oh, I've forgotten about what they did to Kojima and and that kind of stuff," um, because they 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 did him wrong basically uh, in terms of um, not letting him fully finish Metal Gear Solid Five Phantom Pain. Now that was a fantastic game, but you can tell it's. I think in previous podcasts for the for the gaming podcast, we've called it the best unfinished game. Maybe ever, because uh, you know, there's not too many unfinished games in this industry. Uh, well, there's some, but it was one of the one of the better ones that um, had the polish and stuff there. But there was clearly sections and and stuff that were, were missing. We've mentioned it multiple times on on podcasts and stuff. Uh, but it's when people say like, oh, what they did to Kojima and what they did to Silent Hill. I've I've like forgotten about that and stuff. It would be the same. Uh, maybe the same if like if battle star wars battlefront 3 came out and everyone was like oh what ea did with, with that again that's a different thing because that was more of a money greed for consumers type thing but if somebody says something similar like that like oh i don't i don't mind about paying for like microtransactions and stuff i guess um again that's not a fair comparison but that's the only one that i can sort of think of at the moment uh, but just in terms of a lot of people saying, oh, this game looks fun, which it doesn't. It doesn't look very good. To me, it looks like a lifeless game that has... It's like if you took Phantom Pain, Metal Gear Solid Five, stripped out everything interesting and just dumped a zombie survival game in there. Um, it's not interesting, it's not up to the quality of previous Metal Gear Solid games. Uh, I haven't played all of them, I've only played the one. But, from what I know, like, there's a certain, to to some of these franchises, there's a certain standard that you need to follow in order for a, a product to be good. Um, and this just isn't on that level, so I'm, I'm, I'm also surprised to hear people say that it looks fun because there's better zombie games out there um things like left for dead even something like Zom- zombie the, the the game that i did the first impressions video for the wii u port uh and i don't know how well that ran on the wii u but it's fairly good on the 360 but they're just this just looks like a cheap attempt to carry on the metal gear franchise um and just kind of push a game out there. Uh, I think a more fair comparison is, isn't Star Wars. I think a more fair comparison is like the Tony Hawk game that came out. It was just unfinished. It wasn't good. Um, 
it was bad. It was a bad game in a different way because I've not seen Metal Gear Survive had the same glitch problems that uh, that Tony Hawk had. But in terms of a just unfinished, let's put this game out kind of thing, um, it, it's certainly in there. And just like because I I remember in the time of when this this Konami stuff was happening and uh, when they basically said like. PT and Silent Hill was basically dead because they cancelled the game and there was nothing else really there for them to do. Uh, they got rid of, is it Guillermo del Toro? Uh, Norman Reedus probably wouldn't go back and work there. Uh, Kojima, I doubt if he'd ever work with Konami again in, in his life. Uh, especially as those three are now off with Sony doing, doing Death Stranding. Um... It's just the yeah. I, I remember when when all that stuff was happening, um, and I kind of thought, okay, probably not going to be another Metal Gear. Well, we had survived, but that was a pushed out game, as I, as I said. Um, that Silent Hill is dead, and they don't really have anything else. What are they like? Actually, what's actually keeping that company afloat? Uh, it turns out in I think it's Japan. I, I might have the wrong country there, but they have these pachinko gambling machines. Um, which, like, if you go in arcades and stuff, and it's them sort of them sort of slot machines, but I think they're called pachinko machines in in Japan or something. And it's essentially the case that these machines are Silent Hill, Metal Gear Solid, and I think Castlevania themed uh, machines, and that's basically what is apparently driving at least a good at least a good enough amount of revenue uh, towards Konami. Um, because you know, gambling machines are exactly that. You you can keep putting more money in and and stuff like that. Um, I'm not sure where where else they're getting their revenue from. Probably somewhere that I, I'm not sure of. I'll, I'll admit that. Um, but that was essentially the future of um, of, of those games is to put them in some sort of like gambling machines, which is terrible. You know, you take critically acclaimed. <clears throat> games like Silent Hill, Castlevania a little less so. I think they're still great games. I just don't hear them talked about as much as uh, Silent Hill and Metal Gear. You take massive franchises like Silent Hill, Metal Gear, and you just turn them into just useless gambling machines. Um, it, it's not great, and it just drives more of more of the hate and disappointment towards Konami because they're the ones responsible for for all this bad stuff that's happening. Um, and I don't want to talk again too much about like the cancellation of Silent Hills and all that stuff because that's that's just old news by this point. Uh, but this is more to do with like Metal Gear Survive and people just like for some reason supporting it. And I didn't get into like a deep dive with these people. I just sort of said, okay, like what what's what's the deal with it kind of thing. Um, and again, like a doesn't mean I have to play it because I'm certainly not going to even touch the game. Uh, but I just wanted to bring it up as a as like the next thing that the next bad or controversial thing that's happening with with Konami because uh, it's it's certainly not good um, and we'll see what happens with them in the future okay so that's kind of my thoughts and opinions and stuff and what what I wanted to talk about with uh, Metal Gear Survive now I'm going to move on and talk a bit about uh, not The Walking Dead necessarily I think that has kind of been talked to to death um, in terms of its problems and AMC's involvement and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I want to bring 
uh, EA and YouTube in, I almost said Ubisoft, uh, YouTube, uh, Ubisoft have been very good as, as, as of late, um, I want to talk about YouTube and EA and AMC and sort of the greed and, like, uh, sort of tying all this stuff together, because um, as we've seen with uh, all, all three of these companies, YouTube, AMC, and EA, have all kind of had their popularity drop off, basically, I think is the best way to describe it, where, like, AMC hasn't been treating Walking Dead properly, their ratings have gone down, people have said, like, okay, these things are happening, uh, I won't, I won't spoil anything, but they said, like, these things are happening, we're no longer interested, and as I pointed out in my, um, Walking Dead article, the one that says, like, that the AMC needs to change before Walking Dead sinks, because... You know, if AMC is no longer op- able to operate, then neither will their television show, which, of course, is The Walking Dead. But, um, all three of these companies have a case of, like I said, having their popularity declined, where, like... I, I remember a time with EA when they were, they were doing some, not like Star Wars level of games, but they were doing some good stuff. FIFA was pretty good. FIFA's also, like, gone very downhill in my in my opinion. Uh, I haven't even brought FIFA 18, and it's the first FIFA I haven't brought since 09, I think. It was the, the first one that I brought, uh, or 08 maybe. So the first one in almost like 10 years, I just... I looked at the conversation for FIFA 18, looked at some gameplay, uh, played the demo and stuff, and the consensus I got was like, this is just another rehash with not better gameplay, um, but what they did with it was change the gameplay to make you kind of think that it's better. As like a, almost like a psychological trick in a way of saying like, okay, we've changed this player's movement to do this which isn't necessarily better but is different to make you think it looks better basically um that, that that's the impression i get from the game anyway and that's the impression i got personally from playing the demo was just like this isn't a better game it's just a different one with the same and similar problems um and of course with EA's track record lately of like the microtransactions and Star Wars stuff. Again I won't go down that rabbit hole because we've discussed it before. Um, and having you know, bad bad FIFA games. Treating Star Wars terribly. Um, and having microtransactions in um, I think like UFC. Uh, they, they did it in Need for Speed. Um, Battle, the, the last the last good thing to come out of EA that was like microtransaction free and loot box free as much as I remember was Battlefield 1. That was a great game. I remember coming on the podcast and saying to Robert like this is a fantastic game. Um, I didn't dip my toe in multiplayer at all. I just wanted like a fairly decent immersive story which had happened to have a game which had a really good engine and really good gameplay behind it. And I remember enjoying it so much. And it just kind of makes me think, like, why can't the YouTubes, the EAs, and the AMCs do more Battlefield 1s, basically, where they're not treating stuff in a half-assed way, where they're just, like, um, this is where FIFA and Walking Dead come into a good example of, like, 
changing things to make you think that it's better, even though it still has, um, the changes to these things come with other problems that don't make the product any better. So, yeah, my, my, the thing I wanted to bring up was why can't more of these companies have more Battlefield 1s, more early day FIFAs, things that are just not money grabbing because that's what these three companies have been trying to do is um you know uh I'll, I'll go from one example to the next uh with the walking dead the problem the amc problem with that is putting things in like the trash people extending eugene's story making these original con making this bad original content for the series i know that eugene's story isn't original it's from the comic they just translated it badly um in my opinion anyway things like the trash people and the slab town and like extending the governor's arc extending all out war and all those kinds of things to make the show last longer so that it can be on air longer so that they can make more money from it but what they don't realize is people are tuning out from the show for, for various different reasons I've, I've i've looked at some conversation towards the walking dead and stuff and people have well said they're going to stop watching but you don't know necessarily how much they're going to stick to that i've said they're going to stop watching because of different types of problems some are similar problems some are different problems uh but it just shows that like the show's got multiple problems and in terms of Walking Dead, uh, I did do a positive article recently. So if you want to hear me not moan about the show, uh, I did. Um, it was called Why I'm Still Watching The Walking Dead. Because um, I don't completely hate it. It's a case of, and I'm probably going to bring this up in the preview podcast. But it's a case of like, let's say you have a drummer, sh- a student who's a drummer. And they've got a lot of potential. But they've got a really bad teacher. Or a teacher that doesn't know what they're doing. Or is like... I don't know, maybe staying at the school to get more money, or those kind of things. Um, that's what it feels like The Walking Dead is. The Walking Dead is the drummer student that has the potential, has the storylines behind it, has the characters. It's just got this bad teacher in front of it, and it's called AMC. So that 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 in the in a nutshell is my positive negative take on The Walking Dead, which is The Walking Dead isn't the problem. AMC is the problem. Because, in my opinion at least, if The Walking Dead wasn't under AMC and was under perhaps a different, uh, like maybe HBO or Netflix or even, I don't know how somebody like ABC would handle it or like a CBS. But if if it was under the better teacher, let's just say that for the example, let's keep the metaphor. If it was under the better teacher, it would be able to be the good drama student uh, or be the good student that's the drama that it can be. Because that's what the comic book is. It's got the good teacher behind it, who's called Robert Kirkman, who wrote it. Um, and it hasn't always been terrible. It's been pretty good. And I know I'm, I know I'm going off into a bit of a Walking Dead thing here. But I'm just trying to push the point of what I'm trying to make. Which is, yeah, it's got the bad teacher, but it's the good student. It's got, and I'm using just a drummer student as just a random metaphor. It doesn't mean anything. Um, or like... Uh, let's use the Xbox One as a similar example. The Xbox One X is a great console. It's supposed to be the most powerful console ever. It's got native 4K. It's got all the teraflops and stuff. But the games behind it aren't pushing it. Uh, Microsoft, the 
supposed, I guess you could call Microsoft a teacher in this in this situation, hasn't been able to, for whatever reason, make the better games for it. Because let's face it, if I can't, I've kind of started to say like, if the PlayStation Four exclusives were pushed but they were on the xbox one x they would be even better it's almost as if like you need to get the hardware from microsoft in the xbox one x and get the games from playstation and just combine them together um so that's kind of the what i want to bring up with i guess my metaphor for for these kinds of things is um and that's just that's just the amc metaphor and the walking dead uh, metaphor of, of what I'm trying to of what I'm trying to do here. Again, this is a bit of an off the cuff mini podcast, and I, I I actually quite like doing these, and I want to do more of them. And this is another one, I guess, where I don't I don't I don't have any notes in front of me at all. I just have stuff in my head that I want to put into a podcast. It just doesn't belong in any specific podcast, so I'm doing it as its own separate thing. Um, but that's kind of the the Walking Dead way, or the the AMC thing that I wanted to talk about, which is if they were the better teacher, they would get the better ratings, and they would make the drummer student f- fulfill his potential, um, basically. So I want to move on to this is a bit more of a negative thing and involves some recent YouTube controversy, which isn't my fault. I wasn't the one making this stuff, but I feel like what YouTube is doing is because their their recent change thing was basically to say these smaller YouTubers who are earning smaller amounts of money, so like ten, fifteen dollars a month or, or, or whatever. I'm not sure where their barrier comes in with that, because um, I've I've no idea how much people make from from YouTube specifically and stuff. Um, but with them saying that you need, I think it's 40,000 minutes, not 4,000 minutes. I think it's 40,000 minutes of watch time and 1,000 subscribers and, of course, a good amount of views. To basically say, like, if you're not reaching this threshold but you're still making money, it's not worth you to make the money, I guess. And for YouTube to say, like, we're going to keep that to ourselves, that to me is just greedy. Um... I haven't seen any justification from YouTube to say like, oh, you know, we need this extra money to make stuff better, because they're not making anything better. Um, I've over the last six months to year, have only heard constant, constant problems about YouTube. The only, the li- literally, the only thing that I heard that they changed was their logo. What the hell is the point of that? Um, the you, their logo is actually fairly decent. Um, what well, was before, whatever. But I I ended up on this thread on Twitter the other day, and I'm not sure how it happened. But uh, um, YouTube was essentially saying like we're gonna make these changes and those changes, and I didn't really read what they had to to say because I just don't really believe them anyway. And a lot of people were saying like I've tried to update my cover photo ten times over the last week and it's not worked, or I've tried to change this or that, like basic. A lot of the things were like basic things in someone's profile that they should just be able to change and have happen. Like if you go on Facebook and change your profile picture, it should just happen straight away. And these things aren't. Um, I can't remember every single every single problem that I, uh, I I came across, but most of it was like just basic stuff that you should be able to do. And to a point where this amount of people shouldn't have an issue with changing these basic things. Um, and it's interesting because Facebook, Twitter, Xbox, PSN could have these problems. I've just not seen the uproar 
towards it. Um, I guess I'm going into a bit of the like the YouTube problem, but I mentioned their their greed, which is what this this podcast is about as well. Um, but their because uh, I only I only see that as greed to basically let's say you've got fifty thousand content creators that aren't reaching this barrier that they've set and are making. 10 to 15 or whatever dollars a month maybe 50 maybe 100 maybe 5 i'm not exactly sure the barrier but it's essentially their way of taking let's say 10,000 or 50,000 or 200 of these people or maybe more maybe less um or what they consider a, a small niche amount of people and essentially saying like we need that money not you and it, you know i'm not going to sit here and do the math for it but if you sit there and add that up that's going to add up to quite a bit of money for YouTube, which is again money, which just looks like greed to me because even with this happening like a couple of weeks ago, I've not seen any single changes. Uh, YouTube could come out in the next couple of weeks or next couple of months and say like, look, we're sorry we've made these changes and stuff, but it, there's no evidence of that, so I can't bring that into this conversation. But essentially, yeah, just just the the greed from it. Um, which ties into all these three companies, like the Star Wars loot box stuff, to basically make a probably the biggest franchise in the world, Star Wars. Um, make the game have what that that government guy said, like an online casino. And I have heard that I actually I I couldn't believe I read it yesterday, and I, I didn't read the full article, but um, I saw something from I think it was like IGN or someone. That said, the EA have said that they like believe in microtransactions, and I just don't have the words to describe how bad that is, or to, I guess, fathom the idea of like, what, what, why, what could you possibly be thinking? Because like, when you decided to do this, how many like governments stepped in and said like games should maybe be um self-regulated and for them to just look at all that oh obviously they knew it happened i haven't um seen ea come out with any comments and it's actually quite funny i watched i think it's this this week's gymquisition uh it's the first of february today but this week's gymquisition where jim basically um he talked a bit about like um how to monetize games and that games are getting more expensive to make and stuff um and he'd come across a piece of research or something like that that said ea has provided no comment which they kind of have done they came out and said like we're sorry we're gonna take these things away i guess to to calm down the storm that they'd had um because they also lost like three billion in in revenue or something like that uh the number could be different but that's sort of what i heard but to basically say like okay this happened but we're going to add them back it's like okay what what could you possibly be thinking to i i, I don't know i don't want to get too deep into that because otherwise i'll be here for another 20 minutes or something um but to basically say like we're going to ignore it because things have quote unquote calmed down because we sort of took them out uh it, it's just a mess to me um and ea have joined the list that is konami in the in the i don't trust this company to make something new type thing i mean at the moment you've got konami ea and amc in a way that if those companies announce new projects 
I don't have too much of a reason to be excited for them because of their company's track records, especially in like recent years. Um, so yeah, th- th- those three are kind of in that list where like Anthem looks fantastic. Uh, w- was revealed last last year at E3. They had, they had their reveal trailer looked looked amazing. Looked like this really really cool game. Uh, it's probably going to have some sort of loot box microtransaction thing. The game's been delayed, and we discussed on the uh, 100th random gaming talk uh, as to, like why and what this could mean. And it turns out that like yesterday, EA came out and said that their Battlefield 3 or their ne- their next Battlefield game, not Battlefront, because um, they, they they take turns, don't they? Because you had Battle you had Battlefront one the reboot battlefront then you had battlefield one then you had battlefront 2 which was this this year's just gone uh star wars game so i assume this year is going to be battlefield 2 or 3 i'm not sure what it's going to be called but they basically have given that as the reason to anthem's delay um now if they make another really good battlefield game uh again the battlefield one thing like can more of these companies managed to make another battlefield one um type of type of product i'm I'm using that as a metaphor for like qu- high quality of of a product um but can is anthem gonna be like that is 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 this next battlefield whatever it's gonna be be like that they they haven't they haven't really proven that because all all the bad stuff that's happened with e a has happened after their success of battlefield one um, which they also bundled, not bundled with Titanfall, but like made right next to Titanfall and kind of sabotaged both games in a way. Because uh, I think they both came out in October of 2016, I could be wrong. Uh, but, or was it last year? I can't remember. They both came out in like the same month of each other, uh, Titanfall 2 and the, the Battlefield game, Battlefield 1. Um, but... I, I think you guys probably get the gist of what I'm saying by now, which is like, why can't these companies just have have the better teachers, like I discussed with the metaphor, uh, because they've got plenty of the good student drummers uh, in The Walking Dead, in the Battlefields, in the the old Fifas and stuff like that, the Anthems, those, those are the kind of the products, at least the ones that come to mind, YouTube doesn't really have products like that, they're a different service. But, uh, though, those are the big properties that come to mind, that the FIFAs, the Walking Deads, the, the Battlefields, and, and that kind of stuff, the Anthems, why can't they just do more of that stuff, and not try to be greedy and get more money out of things? We might never know, but I thought it'd just be interesting to discuss all this sort of stuff, um, as well as, of course, the, uh, the, uh, Metal Gear Survive uh, thing that I talked about earlier. Um, I think that's about all I have to say. Uh, th- there is also things like Mirror's Edge, which um, a lot of people liked the first one and didn't like the second. I thought the second one was pretty good. It had some good ideas that just maybe weren't a push further in quality that people were looking for. I'm not sure exactly the problems people have with the game, and I've not heard it be talked about as like, this game is absolutely dreadful, it's just this game is not quite as good as it could have been. And I agree on that to some level, but I still enjoyed it. It was basically just another Mirror's Edge to me, but I already liked the first one enough that I thought the second one, or 
prequel, whatever it was. Uh, Mirror's Edge Catalyst, the second one that came out, was still the pretty good game. It just didn't maybe push things any any further. Um, so yeah, I've talked about AMC and The Walking Dead and stuff. I've talked about YouTube and their problems. And I, I'm not going to, but I'll just say, like, in terms of the Paul Logan stuff and the PewDiePie swearing and using the N-word... Um, I wouldn't be saying anything new that nobody else has said, so I'm not going to go into that stuff. Just know that I think that was pretty horrendous. Um, more on the Paul Logan side than the PewDiePie side. Uh, what PewDiePie said was still terrible, but I think clearly what, uh, Paul Logan did was worse. But don't get me wrong, both things were, were terrible to do. Um, it's just more of the fact that Paul's was... Was it Logan Paul or Paul? I don't even care. Um, I'll just call him Paul. <laughs> I can't remember which is his first name, but I really don't care. Um, what Paul did was more deliberate. He had several chances to fix. He didn't. He proceeded with it, and it was bad. It was disgusting. It was terrible. I'm trying not to talk about it any further, but I just have the the stuff in me that uh, I I want to say towards it. Um, what PewDiePie did was still wrong, but a little bit more accidental. Um, again, don't think that I'm like saying what PewDiePie did was better or good or anything, because it wasn't. Um, it was just that little bit more accidental. Um, but anyway, that that's enough about that stuff. I don't want to. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Um, but uh, that's about all I wanted to talk about. I think this is going to be a long enough mini-podcast. It's also almost not turning into a mini-podcast. But thank you all for listening if you have. If you have any feedback on any of this stuff, I threw multiple random subjects in. Um, if you like my metaphors, let me know. Um, I also use some of them in my uh, counselling, which is uh, which turns out kind of good. Um, and Jeff thinks I do a, a good job with those, I guess. Uh, but anyway, that's a totally different subject anyway and not something that i should kind of be talking about um but anyway that's the end of this mini podcast sorry that i've rambled on a bit longer than what i should have but thank you all for listening if you've got any feedback on any of these topics i talked about uh whether it is the paul logan stuff or logan paul or whatever his name is <laughs> or the pewdiepie stuff or any of the games the shows the companies that i mentioned um of course, we have Twitter at eTalkUK. We have um, the links will be in your descriptions to our Twitter, Facebook, Stitcher, Amazon affiliate website. You can use the comment box. You can use the email little form thing, which you don't have to put your name in. You can use any of that stuff to get back to me and let you know let me know how you feel. Uh, and if I get enough feedback, I will do a feedback show and sort of go over some of your comments and questions. I love that sort of stuff, so please feel free to send it in. I've talked more than enough, so I'm going to let you get on with whatever you're doing with your day. Uh, have Have a nice day, whatever you're doing, and I will see you next time. Goodbye.